Matrix. Tell me a little bit about the history and how the site has developed. So Matrix is just celebrated its 50th anniversary. We really developed from intrinsically safe mining products over, uh, as I said, the past 50 years. Uh, my family became involved in the early 90s. We moved to this site um, in 95 and have had expansions throughout the years, um, as well as uh, acquiring a few other companies along the way. But we're kind of of the mentality that slow, consistent growth, not getting too far out in front of ourselves. But when a customer has a, the potential and they're willing to come forward, we've always been ready to make that investment, whether it be through new SMT lines, new uh, build out of space or new optical inspection equipment. Yeah, and and the the capex you've got out there, you can see, is really impressive. You've got you've got the new um, Micronics on on two of the lines, uh, and you've got Panasonic on the other lines. But you've got three inspection um, spots on each line. Tell me a bit about the strategy to to in terms of capital equipment, but also in terms of how you've focused on that extra inspection equipment. Sure. So um, it's really, and I'll, I'll lend some credit because it is a team effort when we're looking at CapEx and seeing where um, we're deficient or where we see opportunities. And really what was identified over the past four to five years is, okay, our regional population base is not growing. Our, um, the ability for a human to be right 100% of the time is just not feasible, and we all understand that. Um, so we really made a push into more optical inspection, and part of that plan was co-young with looking at pre- and post-oven, um, making sure that we're comfortable before it actually gets uh, flowed so that we don't waste and scrap boards. And then the solder paste um, inspection has been a critical part as well, but just allowing for more product, um, more placement, and less people working on the lines has been critical in um, simplifying our router steps for all the visuals that we had throughout the process and really what that's allowed us to do is remain competitive with the rest of the globe when we're using the same equipment that someone else is using in another geographic region our labor cost is isn't too terrible so we can remain competitive when we're talking about fully landed cost with most regions of the globe so that's been an exciting um, turn of events because it's really helped our trajectory Again, over the last four to five years, that we've seen substantial growth. Yeah, and I think that I think that's really really critical. And it's it's we're in an interesting time in terms of reshoring and regionalization. And we're hearing about jobs or projects coming back from Asia, but more we're hearing about projects not going to Asia and them being much stickier here. And and that's because companies like yourself are, are automating and driving down the labor costs. That's a significant part of your strategy, I guess, going forward. Yeah, no, I mean, it, we have a conversation probably once a week or once every other week with a, a new customer or a current customer that, yes, as a result of everything that happened over the past three to four years, there's a lot more regionalization of supply chain. But on top of that, there's, um, there isn't the love affair that has been with China over the past 20 to 30 years. That's, that's kind of decoupling, and it's allowing for us to be... Um, competitive and we know that we need to have the best placement equipment and that's also best optical equipment best placement equipment to help our team succeed so that we can re remain cost competitive across the globe and um, 
yeah, no, it's, it's been really fun to watch the transition over the past five to six years. Yeah, and I, I, you know, from a personal point of view, I find it, I find it fascinating. Regionalization seems a very natural and sensible solution. It feels like it's the most sustainable solution in the long term. It seems like it's the most environmentally sound because we have shorter supply chains. So uh, it makes lots of sense. Let's talk a little bit about the the Co Young relationship. You have kind of a few flagship partners out there, and you know, Panasonic and Micronic might be two of the others, but Co Young are clearly one. What are your extra expectations of companies like that over a, over a normal um, equipment vendor? So we've had a particularly strong relationship with Co Young. Um, I mean, just when we were walking around, as I brought up a challenge, knowing that they were here, that they're immediately ready to meet that challenge. And even some of the, the software, um, as we were out there, some of the software challenges that we've presented them, they've risen to the occasion. And it's really helpful to have that collaboration because I understand we're not the biggest contract manufacturer out there. Um, there's much larger, and it's nice to know that even a contract manufacturer of our size, when we want to have that open dialogue of what we're looking to achieve and how we want to get there, Kong Young has always been ready to take that step with us. And sometimes they even have to think a little bit outside of what their normal parameters are. But it's it's really been nice um, our manufacturing engineers are always pleased with the output. Our vice president of operations, while sometimes he holds their feet to the fire a little bit, it, it, it's been um, that partnership that we're looking for. When we bring on customers, we're looking for a partnership. When we are looking for new equipment, it's not necessarily, oh, just get this because it's fancy and fast. Is this going to work for us for the next 5, 10, 15 years as we continue to expand? And I think what, what, what was also interesting hearing you say when you talked about that new um, challenge, you, what's important to you is it fits in with the software. And you've, you're now in a position where you've got three machines, three inspection machines on the line. You've got offline um, inspection. What you want to be able to do is bring all that data together to get extra value from the data, but also do that with a reasonable number of people so and i didn't see a lot of people on every line you know yeah. kind of hanging around the equipment I, i'm guessing you can just flag when someone needs to go to a machine and and deal with it that way so talk to me a little bit about how you take all that holistic data and and, and make additional use of that so that ties right back into our weekly ops meeting and our reports and then that tie then that further ties into our strategic goals when we're looking at capex and seeing where we have scrap issues or um, job issues and actually it allows us to turn around if we're having issues on building a board having that conversation with the customer to also generate uh, engineering revenue dollars but also let that customer know that we're trying to build the best product possible and these call outs that we're getting from um, the optical equipment really helps us to aid in having that conversation saying here's the data this is what we're seeing let's fix this or you're going to have an increase in cost that you don't even know about because um, you just you might not be aware of that. And um, that's been extremely helpful and it's allowed us, and that's part of the reason that we've been rolling it out across all of our lines because we saw the benefit when we did it the first time and now it's going to be company-wide. So yeah. we're excited about that. When you look at it from a customer point of view, when a customer comes and looks at the lines, you know, they know what they're looking at and, and having flagship equipment there having companies like co young as your partners must be important to them when they walk the factory floor no they they've um they definitely recognize it um they're excited and sometimes um 
they haven't seen maybe the, the staggering that we have. I know it's not as much of a secret right now, and a lot of other CMs are using a similar um, cadence with pre and post and the SBI and all the optical that you're throwing in there. But for them to know that and then that they can have that conversation with our manufacturing engineers if we have a job that goes awry or something that's not aligning, it's, it's much easier to have that conversation and um, really drill down to the root cause of something um, causing delays in manufacturing or not getting the best possible uh, product. Yeah, and that could easily be a design thing or whatever else. But you can get back to root cause, and you can take you can take corrective action. So that's that's hugely valuable. And as you look forward, is you know we talked a bit about talent, but is is automation generally key to your strategy? You, you've got some fantastic automation in your uh, in your stock and uh, inventory area so so that's obviously a significant investment but as you as you look at developing the business does automation and digital transformation play a key role uh yeah so so walking back to as you said i didn't see a lot of people on the lines Mm -hmm. the end goal is to have um really a master station we understand that the people that we have are incredible associates and but we also understand to reach certain revenue targets and where we need to get to, there has to be additional automation so that um, we can continue that placement rate per hour that we need to achieve to hit certain revenue targets and also, quite frankly, assist our associates in making their manufacturing or their steps a lot easier rather than constantly having to touch the boards. The more you touch the boards, the more operational risks that you're um, putting into the build. So automation across the board is critical in nature and even when we you mentioned our inventory those number of associates that used to be in inventory they they weren't let go they were moved to other revenue generating opportunities it's not that automation is going to cause less associates it's going to be i've now freed up their time to help in other areas that we know we have issues on so some people get worried about automation it's more it's in collaboration and it allows us to expand um, the possibilities of what we can achieve at this facility. Yeah, I think this is a this is a prime example of where where automation is really valuable. It allows you an expansion opportunity. It also allows you to upskill the uh, the the associates you have got and actually give them more opportunity. Um, so certainly, it's certainly not a risk. And their skill and using automation as a co-pilot is you know is is part of that strategy talk to me a little bit about the the overall business strategy you you've you've been growing substantially for the last few years you're continuing to do that what what's the what's the strategy to do that when my family became involved our number one customer represented about 85 90 percent of the business which is they sne- they sneeze and we get the flu so um Really, it's been a consistent push over the last 20 to 30 years to diversify as much as possible. But um, it's exciting because we're we're entering into a lot of different revenue or um, industrial segments that we might not have have operated in the past. And with some of the registrations that we've achieved over the last four to five years with NADCAP and um, some other certifications, we're kind of tapping into some fun areas that allows for listen, there's there's cycles and we come in and out of them. And the more diversified that we can be, the better we're going to be prepared to hopefully not have to adjust um, our size or make any drastic actions. But we're we're looking out to the future. Um, I mean, part of my involvement uh, 
in the group is I want to that slow, continual, steady growth that um, when a big opportunity does happen, we have the financial stability to take that and continue to grow and still be a critical supplier in this area, but not only here across North America and across the globe. And it's important to be organic and strategic, but it's also important to, as you say, have the muscle to be opportunistic when, when, when those things come up. You've clearly got a, a great business here. It's going well. I hope you have continued success, and thanks so much for your time. Thank you.